to Oddest is Hottest, the podcast where we talk about the patriarchy in this one. <laughs> we are going to talk about the myth of virginity. What does that mean? I think it confuses a lot of men, but I think when women yeah. hear it, it won't confuse women. But maybe it will. So we're going to talk about virginity and why it's a construct created essentially to control women and why if I have daughters, I will raise them with the importance of sex and the importance of, you know, the first time needs to be intimate, but I will not raise them to think that virginity is a thing that needs to be held onto and protected. Right, exactly. Or something that can be taken from you. Exactly. There are many, a lot of different culture myths about virginity and how it can be proven. And also the whole concept of even the hymen physiologically, there are a lot of myths about that that Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that I think we may have mentioned before. But the reason that we want to talk about this is because we don't know who our listeners are, but something that we have talked about is if there are a younger demographic, or even if it's one or two younger people that may not have much sexual experience or may have little sexual experience listening, is there's a lot of worth that goes into the first time, virginity. Mm -hmm. And we talk about purity culture a lot, and virginity equates to purity a lot, especially in our Western society being a majority Christian Catholic nation. Correct. Which, that's not... That should not be a thing. There's nothing dirty about sex or having sex. But this whole virginity idea is on a pedestal. And yes, I remember growing up, it was like something that needed to be held on to. And you hold it tight to you and you give it away as a gift one day. And it's not something that needs to be given. And it's not something that can be, like Kristen said, can be taken. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're not losing a part of yourself. You're, I really liked, I don't know where I heard this recently, but I really like this comment. You're not losing a part of yourself. You're gaining a new thing you can do. It's like riding a bike. Like you're not a different person. You didn't lose anything. You just gained more knowledge. Right. And I think it's also something where in our culture, women are often like slut shamed and Mm -hmm. men are celebrated and it's the same with virginity and you see this like for example like in the american pie movies the whole Mm -hmm. thing is about losing your virginity if the script was flipped and it was about a woman it would be something very sacred and it would be this journey she went on it had to be the right time and the right man and be at this very emotional journey but like for something like that he just wanted to fuck anyone right absolutely So there's a major double standard. So for virginity for men, it's something we just got to get rid of. We got to get rid of it. You don't want to hold on to it for too long because it's a, it's a standard to reach. It's a, you know, a goal to obtain, to get rid of it and to take as many virginities as possible. Exactly. It's like you have to collect them. Got to get them all. And again, when we say that we're using language that is established, we don't believe that obviously you can take virginities. But for the sake of discussing this topic, these are the language. And to mention, language about virginity is often very aggressive and sometimes very violent. Yes, that is the worst. I mean, I have mentioned in a previous episode when we talked about sex with us, you know, let's talk about sex, baby. I mentioned that I have a disease 
called vaginismus. And that's basically the fear of sex is what that is. And that is a huge part of it is the fact that, you know, all of these myths about virginity and the fact that it's supposed to hurt and that it's so violent. It's something that's being taken from you and, you know, you have to break the hymen and you're going to bleed and things like that. That is so terrifying. Well, think about these these words too. Broken, bleeding. It sounds like a horror show. Yes. It's being... I don't want to deal with that. And why is it always supposed to be fun for the man? But, you know, for the woman, it's like literally one of the movies that I grew up with that probably fucked up my, you know, look at sex also was Cruel Intentions. And in that, his thing is to take virginities, the main guy. He's just that player guy. And he mentions having sex with this girl. He he took her virginity, quote unquote, and they had sex maybe a couple times after that. And she goes, am I supposed to be so sore? And he goes, it's like that in the beginning, but it doesn't have to be. He went too fast, too rough, something. OK, it doesn't have to be like that. Right. And it literally. Yes. It, so being very open and honest, like my first time there was blood and it was very like oh god but it I would not say that it was painful because the person that I was with it was in the heat of the moment it was very much out of like I I did love this person very much and they loved me very much and we were very young but he was very in tune to like are you okay like is this okay Mm -hmm. and as soon as there was blood it was like okay let's take a minute you know Mm mm-hmm And then we did. And we actually stopped and we said, this isn't how, like, we were in the fucking back of a car, you know, like, let's, let's hold off. And then we actually skipped school like two days later to basically like redo that first time. But part of the reason we redid our first time is because we felt like, oh, your first time shouldn't be in the back of a car giving away your virginity and taking your, it should be more special than that. Like, it's built up to be this very important moment. Yes. I'm not saying it shouldn't be, and I'm not saying there shouldn't be an important emphasis on sex, especially when you are young and especially when you are venturing into that for the first time. Proceed with caution. Absolutely. But we also wanted to take that moment to, to make it special between the two of us. And so we skipped school a couple of days later and decided to make it a better moment and actually, you know, in a bedroom and things like that. <laughs> And have a shower handy because it was needed. That was my personal experience. But many women, the hymen is already not present. I don't like to use the word broken because, again, Mm -hmm. I would like to get away from these terms that imply that it can be broken or taken. So present or not present is just a little bit less abrasive. Well, it doesn't even need to be broken the hymen is like a little elastic piece of skin basically and it has a hole in it it may be a smallish hole it may be big it may have other holes in it but it it's already quote-unquote broken in itself when when it's created in your body okay so there's nothing to break in it and you can have your hymen forever it'll just stretch along with your sexual endeavors as long as it's not too forced or if the man isn't too large and if they if he is or if it is forced it might tear a little bit and that's where some bleeding may come in but it also doesn't have to go that way you can easily just go slower use more lube and it'll just stretch with you 
Exactly. And it's just a, like you were saying, it's just tissue that's there. Mm -hmm. And we've mentioned this before. It can happen when you put in tampons. It can happen when you stretch too much. It can happen when you're riding a bike. Like it doesn't have to be, I was literally listening to a doctor and he, somebody asked him, can you tell when a woman is a virgin or not? And he said, no. Yeah. You cannot tell. So the whole, a couple years ago in 2019, T.I., the rapper, this was fucking disgusting. In an interview said that he takes his daughter to the gynecologist to check her hymen to make sure she's not being sexually active. There there are so many things wrong with that. First of all, she's not your fucking property. She, she, She can, she's a whole ass person that you do that. She can do whatever she wants with her own body. Body autonomy is a thing. No, Amanda, it's only about what's between our legs. Don't you know that? And even if like they could tell it would be not ethical, but they can't tell. Correct. Like, there's actually they've actually known that for a long time for like a hundred years about a hundred years ago there was a female scientist who decided to study a teenage virgin and a prostitute like a 40 year old prostitute and the 40 year old prostitute her hymen was never broken quote unquote or any of that she her vagina looked exactly the same you cannot check that right you know that and that was just so disgusting i mean ever i mean there was uproar about it it's not like people just let that go but w- for obviously right. good fucking reason but the, it's just this little thin fleshy tissue that's just right at the opening and the reason that it like you were saying it bleeds like in my case we were in the heat of the moment after school in a car do you think that we were right. like being careful or taking it slow or using lubricant right exactly (laughs) but we you know at at that point we're like okay let's let's slow down you know but it can happen and it doesn't have to and also it's even treated as like this hot commodity to be like when I was mentioning that these men will go around and I mean look in media like movies and tv shows it's like you literally will have characters where their whole personality will be these players and it's like oh I'm Mm -hmm. a virginity seeker and collector and like it's like fucking pokemon cards you know gotta catch them all it's it's fucking (laughs) disgusting and it's all over it's all over the media in books everywhere and that's really sad especially as a girl growing up reading that stuff or seeing that stuff, it's like, okay, got it. So me being a virgin is, first of all, something I should hide because I don't want players knowing that and wanting to collect me. But also, it's something that I should almost be proud of and embarrassed by at the same time. It really should just be a non-fact fact. You know, like a... yeah shouldn't even like the the movie the 40 year old virgin for example is this Mm -hmm. entire film about this man being shamed for never having sex and his friend's whole purpose is literally just trying to get him laid yeah it but only by the right woman too like she has to be pretty and worthy of him too also right and if that had been you know 40 year old virgin with a woman it wouldn't have been funny she would have been you know an ugly cat lady that people 
wouldn't have talked about and it would have been a sad drama or something like that and that's also the the fucked up part of it it's like men were allowed to joke it off women oh my god no 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 that's terrible right and in some cultures this thing is such a thing like on a pedestal you cannot be married if you are not a virgin but how the fuck do you prove that Yes. In some cultures, it's it's really, really fucked up. In Indonesia, for example, women wanting to go into the military have to submit to a virginity check by a doctor before they can go in. That's not that's not even a real thing. That's what we were just talking about. But these women have to submit the, to that. People can be killed for it. I, we just talked about how you don't actually have to tear or bleed or any of that. And there are cultures where if you don't show the blood-soaked sheets then it didn't happen and she wasn't a virgin. So then she can be killed for that. Imagine not bleeding because it's natural. And then your husband being like, Oh my God, you've had sex with somebody else and you have it. You don't, you can't say anything. Right. This is actually such a prevalent thing. I looked it up. You can buy fake hymens on Amazon. They're 120 some dollars. And you can buy them, and they're just little fake blood capsules that you can put in your vagina that'll bleed on the sheets for you. That's that fucking so sad. sad. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, when the government is carrying out tests, there are many, many countries that will test this. Like, And the ways that they do it is so outlandish. And sometimes they will do it. I would also like to give a content warning. I think many of our episodes will just yeah. do that. There are many countries that need to do that to prove like a rape has occurred. Yeah. Bangladesh is one of them. But the, and but there have been some strides. I think in uh, Afghanistan and Egypt, they have ruled that that is illegal because human rights, like they're like. Kind, kind of. In Egypt, I was like a few years ago in Egypt, they had a lot of protests going on and the female protesters had to submit to virginity checks afterwards. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really unfortunate. Yeah. Being a woman is not safe in this world. It doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel okay because we are constantly owned because of what's between our legs. And that's so fucking sad. And that's the thing that needs to change, right? Like part of that or huge part of that being the myth of virginity. Virgins are not some fucking angel that you should look for or that you own. One of the unfortunate things being even propagated in the United States is being done by the Christian culture and I'm not even going to say the Christian right because it's not just the Christian right it's this purity culture that's being peddled and it's you must save yourself from marriage it's this true love waits it's this you know if the man slips up though it's not a big deal but it's like if the woman slips up because the man doesn't remember this is the term not my opinion or words if the man has sex he doesn't lose anything Right. Physically. If the woman has sex, she loses something. It has been taken because women need to wrap this virginity into a box and tie it with a bow and basically hand it to her husband on their wedding night. Whereas if he's had sex with another woman, 
he can basically just clean himself off and it's like it never happened. But a woman has been entered. She has been soiled, basically. Right. Absolutely. I mean, how is this any different than fucking Middle Ages? Like, we still have to technically, I mean, guess you don't have to. I'm not. And Amanda didn't either. But you have to surrender your last name to your husband and your virginity and your bank account and all of these things. Those are still cultural things that people do. Joint bank accounts, things like that. I have a separate bank account from my husband and I probably will for a long time because it works for us. But at the same time, I shouldn't socially feel obligated to combine one. And you do. Like I have heard Amanda talk about stories about trying to call on a credit card. And because her last name is different from her husband's, it's a problem. Yeah. And my husband and I have a joint bank account because that works for us. It didn't have anything to do with me feeling pressured. Yeah. I'm just bad at finances. And I'm like, here's my paycheck. Do what you will. Just and make sure our bills are paid. Fair. Yeah. You should be able to make that decision. But the fact that people make it seem like a you have to do these things to be married, you have to surrender so many things to your husband. No, I am a person too. I am a person in this relationship. I have my own feelings, my own bank account, and my own last fucking name. Right. And that is something like I even changed my last name on Facebook because I got a couple questions after we got married. And I was just like, fine, I'm putting it on Facebook, but I have not changed my last name. I never have. And I really don't have plans to. I was born with this last name and I, it's not that I disagree with women that do that. I know it's just a cultural norm, but it comes down to like even virginity as well. Women are, were property and they have always been. It's something that it's a, it's a, virginity is a, a thing of value. And if you're a woman, you keep it and you hold on to it. And it's valuable not only to you and to your man, but it's valuable to the world, to our, as a, as a society. And it comes down to, we went from our fathers to our husbands and nothing was really ours. And it was always theirs, including our virginity. Correct. Correct. I mean, it's, I watched a TED talk recently and it's not about the myth of virginity, but it goes right along with it. Even pregnant women, they still don't have their own lives because pregnant women are a product of society. That's why people think it's okay to go out and touch your belly, even though you're a fucking stranger to me and you have your hand on my body. Well, it doesn't matter because in society, that's our baby, right? No, it fucking isn't. Get your hand off me, Karen. Right. <laughs> you said Karen. <laughs> and and all, that also goes back to body autonomy, too. That is a fetus in your body that is not a baby that can be held, you know. Right. Yeah. Or the fact that, once again, along with pregnancy, that this TED Talk was talking about how we don't allow pregnant women to understand that you it is actually safe to drink alcohol while pregnant. Not a lot. Not a lot. Don't go crazy. You can't go out partying and clubbing. But it is actually safe to drink alcohol while pregnant. But we don't, we, the patriarchy, does not feel that women can be trusted with that information. They cannot be trusted to have sex safely. It's our fucking body. Fuck off. Right. It also, you should be able to 
have sex with as many people as safely as you want to. So virginity also became something that we as a society constructed this idea of to control women having sex with many people because we don't want that. Men do whatever you want. Women need to contain that. Virginity is sacred. So you can't just go sleep around with whoever you want. It has to be held closely. Otherwise you're a slut. Right. Well, also we had to control the property, right? So we have to make sure that that bloodline is really my bloodline and she can't be sleeping around. So once again, the womb is property. Right. So I'm tired of being property. Who else? <laughs> right. And while we've come a long way, these there are so many things like, yes, you get further and further away from the source. But there are so many things that we still do because we were property and we were seen as property. Taking the last name, your father walking you down the aisle. Yes. Or it doesn't even have to be about sex. People, we still have green lawns because of Henry VIII. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to fight that one right now too. This is ridiculous. We have global warming and climate change and all this fucking shit. And we can't be wasting our fucking water on green fucking lawns just because of Henry the fucking eighth in like the 15, 1600s. Come on. Can't tell that's my HOA because <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. It piss- I'm in fucking Pueblo. I live in the fucking desert. I shouldn't have a green fucking lawn, but I still have to to sell a goddamn house, right? No, that's bullshit. Yeah, right. I wrote also dandelions are flowers. I Just love dandelions. <laughs> they grow wherever wherever the fuck they feel like it. Doesn't mean they're not flowers and they're not pretty. Yeah, your virginity is not a flower either. You can't be deflowered. Exactly. God. And that's another one of those things about like the violence and aggressive language. Yes. Like, deflowered. deflowered. Popping the cherry. Shut the yeah, fuck up. Popping the cherry. That is so ugh. gross. Yes. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. I hope that if I have daughters, like I know that they will hear these things, but they'll never fucking hear it from me. Right, exactly. Like, they may hear it enough when they go, Mom, what does this mean? And you explain it. But other than that, no. Like, it means that somebody was taught something (laughs) that is really sad. Yeah. And you're, like, I don't feel, whether I had sex with, you know, 30 people or three people, when I got married to my husband, it shouldn't matter to him, you know, like if your husband or your wife or your partner or whomever he, she, they are, it should not matter as long as they, the boundaries of your union or partnership are agreed upon and maintained. And if your not having sex or having sex prior to them is something that is a, like, they can't deal with that. Find yourself somebody else. Cause mm-hmm. that's bullshit. If they subscribe to you are not pure or dirty or you made a mistake or need to be saved because you run, right you do not need to be born again because you had sex with someone that this is a biological thing that we do and should be allowed to enjoy 
unless you're asexual, that's totally you do you. But <laughs> at, for a lot of us that enjoy sex, this is something that you will eventually get the urge to do in your teen, early teens, maybe even before then. And eventually you, you will find someone you want to do it with. Just do it safely. Exactly. That's all we ask because let's try to get rid of some of these diseases and not keep passing them around. Right. Just because something penetrated you, that does not change. Like, like you said earlier, that does not change who you are as a person. It's almost like, you know, how like before Christ, like BC, AD, it's mm-hmm. almost like that's how we see a person. Right. Before sex, after sex. Literally. Like I remember being in high school going with the girls in the background going, oh my God, I know she had sex. Look at the way she walks now. Like, no, that's not how that fucking works. Yes. I also remember stuff like that. Or the guys even saying like making jokes like, oh, she's going to walk funny tomorrow. No, you don't Mm -hmm. have that much power, baby. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Right. You do not. Your penis is not that powerful. I promise you that. (laughs) And it's just unfortunate because you, there's also a bunch of different ways to have sex that aren't just like penis vagina and you don't have to ever do that either. And I think there's a lot of pressure to subscribe to that, which... Absolutely. If you don't have that penis and vagina sex, you have not had sex, period. There are queer people. <laughs> exactly. That that takes a whole chunk of the population totally off the table. And that's so fucked up because they have had satisfying sex lives the same as penis and vagina people, okay? To be honest with you, penetrative vaginal sex is not even like my favorite thing to do so like queer people don't need that like and you can if I never heard the term I lost my virginity again that would be fucking fine with me like Mm -hmm. I understand the context of that conversation but I had sex for the first time is is just as powerful in meaning without you know the misogyny (laughs) Right. Like, I remember it was a random coworker at work took me out to lunch one time. And, like, we hadn't known each other all that long, honestly. And she goes, I was talking to her about Connor. And she goes, so is he the one that you lost it with? Is that polite conversation? I don't think I need to tell you that. Nor should you have asked. And, like, I understand, you know, like, saying, who was the first person you slept with or whatever? But, like, who did you give your virginity to? And these are just things that we need to just have open conversations about. Because people don't have poor intentions. And these may not be something you think twice about. Mm -hmm. And that's why these conversations need to be had. Because we are unintentionally giving complexes to our children about their worth as human beings and their worth as sexual beings about this major, major, major thing that doesn't need to be that major. We're giving anxiety complexes about sex. We are creating diseases Mm -hmm. about the fear of sex. We are, I mean, you should, I'm not again, I've said this, at least twice now, I am not saying that it should not be a moment in your life that you don't look forward to. And that obviously it's going to be nerve wracking. It is. And it should be something that you proceed with caution and should, I mean, you shouldn't just do it with some dude on the street, like obviously, you know, but it doesn't have to be. It's like, 
I was told you need to make sure that you love this person deeply and that they care about you. And yeah, sure. That's great and all, but if you have a relationship with someone that you trust and that you have a, con- if you consent enthusiastically consent, mm-hmm. then that's all you want. Then that's fine. And it's legal. Yeah. Like, I mean, good old fashioned lust is there for a reason. If you are, you just have the hots for each other, then I mean, be safe about it. You're not going to, what I would regret more is feeling like I had to build up this thing and give it away for God or some other reason that was forced upon me than just being like, I just wanted to have sex with this person because I thought they were super hot and then it was great sex. You know what I right. mean? Right. Like who like that would be the best first time. Just amazing sex right off the bat with a hot dude or woman or whatever. That's great. Exactly. There's no reason to put sexuality or these experiences in this little box. Like we don't need to do that. We need to be more critical of these experiences and these social constructs that we have built, especially when it's in the name of misogyny, patriarchy, mm-hmm. religion, especially the this purity culture that tells women specifically that you are dirty and unclean. And if you do this, that you are going to hell unless you repent and that you need to give this to your partner and you can only do it with one person. And I'm not saying if you only do it with one person your whole life, that that's a bad thing. It's not. I think that's a beautiful thing, but I am saying if that's not what you want, that takes away a huge part of who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's, Like, you don't have to deal with these sexist attitudes. Millennials and Gen Z, hear me out. This is our world now. They left it at the fucking dumpster fire. I know Mm -hmm. that. And there are still people like fucking Girl Defined and those ministries and shit that are still peddling. We need to protect our girls and protect our women, protect our non-binary friends and, and also protect our men as well from these ideals so that the children that we raise can live in a world where they don't feel so judged and so scared of everything. All these experiences that should be normalized. Yes, you should be able. I mean, I didn't start figuring out my shit until I'm in my 30s now. And that's just sad. You should have have your 20s to figure your shit out, not be running from things throughout your 20s and have to deal with it later. And I feel like that's the world we've inherited right now. Nobody has time to deal with their shit until they're older. And then it's you've wasted so much time where you could have been just fucking happy. God forbid we're happy, right? I mean, we're one of the most depressed generations yeah. because we have so little of the wealth. Our planet is dying, but we can take we control of the things that we can. We can take these narratives that have been spun on us for so long. And I know there are countries that are not with it that, I mean, God, some of the virginity tests that I have read there, I would also like to give more trigger warnings there's like a two-finger test where Mm -hmm. in areas where they would be given they if they could literally stretch two fingers they're not considered virgins there would be like crazy ones where if a woman would they would 
hold like a thread above her and if it would swing a certain like literally superstitious type things women Mm -hmm. can't do anything about those kinds of things right exactly it's so scary to be a woman who the fuck knows somebody could just turn around one day and be like I want to rape you or they could be like you're not a virgin and I'm going to tell somebody and you're going to be in trouble for it and you can't do anything to fix that which is why when I said consent I quickly said enthusiastic consent you need to make sure as well that when you're having conversations with each other partners and your children we're having these conversations about consent and this concept that we've created of virginity that you're not only getting consent, but it is like, yes, I want to absolutely. That it's not like, I guess, because you want to make sure that person is not feeling saying yes, because they feel pressured as well. So enthusiastic consent is, is also important. So, so again, I think this wraps up most of what we wanted to say on this topic. I think this was a good thing to say early on in the podcast, Mm -hmm. because Obviously, we're going to say some of these things as we move through the podcast. The saying, losing your virginity or I lost my virginity, obviously, that's one of those things that is going to be said in conversation. And that's not something that we're going to change. But we want to make it clear how we feel about this concept just from the get-go and how we would like to maybe bring up something that you may not have thought about and how maybe you didn't realize it could be damaging. Even if your experience was not poor or Mm -hmm. you've never thought about it in a way that could be damaging, how maybe it could be. And that's where I end my spiel. (laughs) I don't know. I think you as well, unless you have anything to add. Yeah, no, I the last thing I was going to say was just a tie-in of what I've already said, and it's definitely, I can't imagine how sad and lonely it must be for gay and lesbian people to walk down the hallway and have to hide the fact that they're still quote-unquote virgins. So come on, people, this is not a thing. Right, and that's another thing, too, is this whole concept is a queer erasure as well. So mm-hmm. just... Let's just do away with this whole concept and celebrate sex as it should be celebrated and celebrate asexuality as well. Mm-hmm. And it's none of your fucking business. Eggs. Let's just get to that. Like right there. It is. I just want to be a person and live my short slash long life on this planet while we can before global warming takes us out and just be happy. Let's just let each other be happy. How hard is that? Your children are your business. Talk to your children about sex. Yeah. Talk to them about being safe when they do decide to have sex but don't build up the first time like it's a catastrophic event right it can be a beautiful thing I think that my first sexual partner and I had a beautiful thing and I think that my sexual partners that I had after also we had beautiful connections the one night stands not so much but like (laughs) the ones that I had continuous sexual relationships with also had beautiful things all on their own so Focus on the things that you can do positively about sex. If sex has any negativity outside of obviously assault and disease, you know, those experiences have conversations about them, of course. But if your conversations with anyone, your kids, your peers have negativity around shame, purity culture, fucking get rid of them. (laughs) They don't belong talking about sex. Yes, absolutely. And separate, but 
for my part, my little outro. If anybody listening to us is, quote unquote, a virgin, and you're thinking about having sex or any of that or you want to in the future, just remember, go slow. You don't have to go fast. Do plenty of foreplay and bring lube if you uh, want a little extra fun. And communicate with your partner the whole time. Yes, Don't act like you have to be quiet and take it. Do not do that. No. If it hurts, slow down and tell them that. Yeah. And if you feel like you can't communicate with your partner, get a new one. Throw the whole partner away. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. All of our socials are oddest is hottest, except for Twitter, which is oddest hottest. And we really appreciate you being here and having these important conversations with us. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye.